Welcome to the Heart to Heartland podcast. Here are your hosts. Hi guys, welcome back to Heart to Heartland. I'm Isabel. And I'm Soyne. And uh, we're back from a little hiatus that we took last week. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes just not feeling up to it and takes a lot of time and energy, which we love, but um, sometimes it's good to take a break. And some of you already know that I am <laughs> kind of like living out Tim Fleming's season 11 storyline in my real life right now so uh sometimes uh um there's good and bad days and I was not having a there was just no I was in any physical or mental shape to film last week so um I'll give you guys more updates on here as I come as they come um I'm looking to get surgery in the state so we're just working on it it's a lot of paperwork um but I'll give you guys updates as it comes because obviously when it comes time <laughs> either you're filming alone or we're taking a break so yeah because that was like last week I was like because I was like ready to go but at the same time I was like I don't know like I feel like it's different if it's just me and I kind of wanted to have you there to kind of talk about these things and react and all that so I was like yeah I, I don't think I'm gonna do anything solo so that's why it's been a while since we took a break i don't know how long we've done this consecutively it's a lot of fun but a lot of work so yeah it was nice to take a little break um so yeah well do you think we should get like a temporary co-host do you think anyone would do that (laughs) i don't know send those like papers in yeah send your resumes in if you want to be a (laughs) podcast co-host probably for a yeah. For a bit, because it's going to be excruciating. But let's focus on positive right now. We have so many updates that so I was going to read for us right yeah. now. So first of all, uh, at this point, the voting for the Canadian Screen Awards uh, audience choice nomination thing is over. And I hope you all voted like it was the last thing you could do. Uh, because... Um, you know, right now we're uh, waiting for the results that are coming Monday, April 4th. So that's the Literally top three. Yeah. Making us wait a month, and I don't know why. And the competition is extensive, um, <laughs> especially on Twitter. Twitter is kind of brutal for it. Um. Yeah, I was kind of surprised Hudson and Rex was on the top three. Not going to lie. Like, I didn't know they had such a huge the only reason i've ever even heard of it is because madison did an episode yeah i've never seen it i don't have i kind of that's the only reason i've heard of it so it was interesting i was i thought maybe murdoch would yeah yeah. that was gonna be my guess as well especially considering the new staff lately which we'll get into but yeah (laughs) uh then last time we talked about season 15 being added to some of Netflix, uh, you know, you know, all over the world. Back then, I was pretty sure that at least UK, Australian, I think Ireland might get it. But now I saw that um, people from Latin America were saying that that's going to be added there as well around the same time. So I have a theory. This is not confirmed, but in case you live in the following countries and you're listening to us 
Argentina, Mexico, Brazil, Colombia, India, Japan, Malaysia, Philippines, Singapore, South Korea, South Africa, Turkey, France, Greece, and Israel. Uh, could you get back to us? Like, is that a thing that's happening in your country? Could, because these were the countries where they lost the first six seasons. So I have a theory that right now it's the same cycle for them, like season 15 is being added at the same time. Okay, can you predict when the season 14 and 15 DVD is going to come out then, since you're... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to take a while. It's very foggy in my mind. So. I don't like that answer. Can you try again? <laughs> no, something is wrong with the connection. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, but they should be um, doing that soon, because, yeah. So, in case that's coming out, uh, for those countries, it's March 19th, but, you know, again, I don't know for sure, but, you know, just check it out. And then, um, speaking of being at it somewhere as <laughs> a so season 15, um, seasons 12 to season 15 are being added to the Finland streaming service, Ule Arena on March uh, 28th so that's exciting I mean I've seen them all but it's like <laughs> I know Is that there are new fans in Finland there that have just um, you know first it's their first time being introduced to the show so I've seen comments like when are you gonna add more seasons so I'm um, that's exciting because you know it, it has never happened before I mean I know there are a few Finnish fans out there, but since it hasn't been on any streaming service in a while, you know, yeah, not a lot of people. Have What's the cost it. for that? It's like, free because it it's government. Yeah. Um, or oh, not. is government. it like a channel? It's like funded by our taxes. By love that for you. Yeah, I so it's free. Stuff like that. Yeah. So basically, I'm paying for them to add more Outland seasons, in a way. Good job paying your taxes. Yeah. Um, then um, Up Faith and Family had this um, favorite Amy moments thing. Uh, but it's like, it, it was only for a few days that they had the uh, option to vote. Um, but basically, if I... Winning moments will be read by Amber on video. Uh, and I think this might be released around the time season 15 is going to start airing on App Faith and Family, but no date. Next week, I think. Yeah. So probably going to come out next week as well. And then, yeah. So we have some sad news because. Murdoch Mysteries has um, overthrown Heartland as the Canadians' longest Canadians <laughs> Canada's longest running hour-long drama. Normally, it's me who doesn't know how to speak English, so yeah. <laughs> thank you for taking that. I mean, but yeah, that's um incredibly discouraging, and doesn't it doesn't really make sense when you look at the numbers online? Yeah, because. 
why is Murdoch getting 24 episodes a season and the Heartlands getting 10? And sure, maybe it has a lot to do with production costs, but it's wasn't it not the fifth most streamed? Yeah. Go of so, 2021. You think they'd have a little more of a budget for it? Yeah. I'm just going to read the little yeah. part about Heartland from this article that we're going to link in the description. Um, the Calgary-based family drama Heartland actually began half-season earlier than Murdoch Mysteries in the fall of 2007. Murdoch premiered as a series. There had been three previous TV movies with different cast on City TV in January of 2008 and now has more total episodes than Heartland. This past season, a whooping 24 were ordered, stretching Murdoch's run of new episodes throughout the fall and winter. That followed several season orders of 18 and 19. Heartland used to do 18 a year, but the past three seasons, it has been cut back to 10 episode orders. Murdoch's uh, 233rd episode um, aired on Monday, February 28th, surpassing Heartland's total 232. All so, that worked for nothing. Now they're not, Heartland is not even the longest running yeah. drama in Canadian history anymore. So that's depressing. Yeah. But like, seriously though, I don't know a single person who watches Murdoch. Do you? I mean, I know... I think someone from the group chat was oh watching. Was it Stephanie? I don't know. Yeah, but I think no, sorry, that's I'm it. not dissing it. I'm oh god, I'm gonna get canceled for this. But seriously, no but way. it's interesting. Like twenty four, like even that's like American stuff. That, <laughs> like, because I don't like, think he's ever even done that before. Because they have they've had eighteen and nineteen, but this uh -huh. is like twenty four, which is like. Huge. A lot. It's huge. Yeah. But mm, sad times for Heartland. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then moving on, there are a couple of podcasts that the cast have been doing uh, for Harlan Marquis' podcast. Gary James has a, a new episode up. And then Cindy Busby did Hearts of Stars podcast. So we're going to link those in the description as well. Um, in case you're interested in listening. And then Kevin McGarry, Mitch, of course, has a movie coming out called Feeling Butterflies. It's, of course, a Hallmark movie. Um, it's going to come out on the same day this episode comes out. So March, March 12th, uh, I think it was like 7 or 8 or something like that. But it has um, a ghost co-star that's not only familiar from, uh, you know, when calls to her, but it's actually his girlfriend in real life as well. So, ew. <laughs> yeah. So you would think that there's gonna be chemistry. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to watch that. Yeah. Um. Speaking of premiere, I know what I totally just realized about Alicia's um 
Alicia's film is premiering in Toronto. Oh. That I totally forgot about. Yeah, did you? Okay, now I gotta pull that up. Is it like a film festival or? Yeah, I believe it's online though. You can like rent it online. I'm trying to find it. I was going to mention it because I'm actually going to buy it or whatever to watch it. So Um, it's the we're all in this together? Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting its Toronto premiere. Um, I would absolutely die if Alicia showed up. Uh. And I think Madison is in it as well. What? I think she's yeah. gritted it for that as well. Let me check. Now I'm trying to figure out where I where I even saw this because I don't even know. I had it saved on my phone. I don't know why. <laughs> well, speaking of Alicia, she's alive and she's blonde. Yeah. And she's good at makeup, if that's her doing. <laughs> she's just absolutely perfect. I'm sorry, but she is. It yeah. makes me sick. I'm just kidding. I love you so much, Alicia. <laughs> uh, yeah, Madison is in the movie, and she's called Tanya. How how did I not know that? Is that because they never posted pictures on set? No, Were they never on set together. Uh- <laughs> There's no pictures, so I was, like, skeptical at first, but then it kept showing up, and I was like, so it's actually true? Because I think she's even credited, like, as one of the first people, um, you know, when there's, like, starring Alicia Newton, like... What the... How did... So, more reason for you to buy it or rent it or whatever you're gonna do and i'm trying to find it if you want to talk about something i'll just find it yeah well i'm just gonna mention this but i I, i'm gonna have to have your opinion about it because it's like all greek Greek to me because one of the spencer twins emmy did save on foods ad and it was just basically like they uh, had pilled a snowman and then some delivery person came and it was like, okay. So I I, I don't know anything about this uh, store, but apparently it's like familiar to you because you live in <laughs> Canada. So I used to I used to live in Banff, and um, when we go grocery shopping, there was a Save on Foods and a Safeway, and in and then Banff, Safeway is definitely the more classy store. It's more expensive and it's, you know. And then there's Save on Foods, which is still nice, but it's fairly cheap. And you can get a rewards card and get basically everything half off. I still have mine. It's somewhere. Um, so I made like a joke that it's for the working class. And some people thought it was funny. Some people didn't. So <laughs> um, I, I shop at Save on Foods. Don't get me wrong, okay? I'm yeah. one of the working class. I was making fun of us working class. Thank you. Yeah. I got a reply for it, but <laughs> people are just genuinely confused. And I'm like, I'm sorry that you don't understand my humor. It's real. I feel bad for you. I yeah. really do. It takes some practice to kind of oh my be God. able I- to know when you're joking and when you're like yeah sorry guys i should have put joking in brackets that's my fault 
Yeah, but speaking of Madison, actually, uh, she's nominated for Best Lead Performance uh, at the Horror Hound Film Fest um, for The Last Christmas, this horror movie that she did a couple of years ago. And the winners will be announced on March 25th uh, till 27th, somewhere around that time frame because that's when the film festival is happening. And then the last update that we have is a new video from Amber, Rambling Rides with Amber. It's uh, not even that long ago that she posted the previous one, but this was more about the new mer merch she has on her online oh, store. Right. So this was more like an update quick update yeah. thing so she was um showing or talking about her new um uh, silk scarves that she has on her website so i don't yeah. know if it's, uh temporarily available or how long they're going to be available for so make sure to check that out if that's something that you're interested in yeah and she has new hoodies that kind of go along with the scarves and her caps if that's really... your kind of thing I love her purple hoodie. I'm obsessed with that color. Okay, I found it. How yeah. to watch. Canadian Film Fest. Um, so, yeah, I think it's actually all online. So oh. you can either get it through your cable provider, um, Amazon Prime Video. Um, you have to add Super Channel. And then Apple TV um, select super channel so you have to pay for it either way it's not a lot if you already have a subscription um and then i'm gonna find the info for but it's kind of nice that it gives access for those who right might not be able to attend for if that was an actual thing you know physical thing happening that should be available worldwide or is that just a is it going to be geo-blocked i don't know Hmm. Do you have Amazon Prime? Do you have Prime Video? I think we might, but I, I'm not using it, so I'm not sure. I think we Anyone might, though. Anyone who has Prime Video or Apple TV outside of Canada, see if you can get Super Channel, because I'm curious to know if this is um, universal or just Canadian. <laughs> so this was sent in the group chat. Lee said, I hope Cable gets the respect he deserves from Tim. So, love that for Cable. Yeah, I mean, there's regular TV and then there's Cable and... Yeah. Yeah, so I hope... So I hope Tim gives Cable respect that it deserves. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he was, like, obsessed with Netflix or something. <laughs> maybe. Okay, this, this one's from six years ago. And this is in regards to the season nine premiere and the opening scene, Ty and Amy in the trailer living together for the first time. Okay. Wow. James said, James said, I know, oh my God. <laughs> How romantic. Sleeping in a tin can with all your clothes on. Unrealistic. To which Josh replied, would you expect this show to have them in a mansion and naked? <laughs> to which Calorie Pax replied, they both seem to be wearing sweats and shirts. 
typical sleepwear for most people. And that was the end of that conversation. Um, I was trying to think something funny for this week's episode or actually last week's, but like now it's this right. week's episode for us to talk about because um, I don't know. I think we need something lighthearted right now. And I was thinking like, because I, I remember I used to have a lot of Heartland-related dreams. I don't remember them now, but um, I was trying to dig up some that I know that I had written down. And so I also asked from you all if you have ever had Heartland-related dreams. Because I feel like, especially if you were watching the show a lot, like, they get into your brain and then it's like, oh, it's Amy, like, <laughs> whatever. Um, and I found this one that was like way back when they did Cruise with a Cause. Uh, and it was like this intense week of them posting, the cast posting something every day. Right. So I remember being very involved with you know them posting videos and pictures and all this stuff so i wrote this down back then uh just remembered i had a heartland dream i was going to go for this charity thing where graham and amber also attended it was kind of like cruise with the cause but instead of motor motorcycles we were supposed to ride horses for a week or something i remember i had a hard time getting on the horse while amber and graham we're all ready. I was so embarrassed. Um, but the one weird detail I recall is Graham wearing hipster classes. Like, what the hell? And then another dream I had was I had a dream about Alicia having pics pictures from the set where Jessica, I think Emily, was dressed up as a chef and telling how much fun they had while filming. Um, yeah, it, like, what the hell? <laughs> Anyways, so... Those are very oddly specific. Yeah, but it's like, I, I have no recollection of ever having those dreams. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. Uh, Anyways, uh, then Afia sent her dream or one of her dreams because she keeps having heartland related dreams and we always talk about them um she said uh i think the family was at fairfield for some event and lisa was talking to an older client who was also there and they were talking together and eventually lisa pointed to a house on the property and said to me here tomorrow for the beginning of tomorrow's event and the lady's like huh this is my house and the whole clip was on netflix or something like a mini trailer to get people interested in the show and watch more <laughs> and she in, in a dream she said to her sister hey they used a good clip <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it's like squirrel like yeah. but, that's, <laughs> but then it's always funny like in dream it makes total sense like oh yeah absolutely yeah and 
Well, the, the good thing is, is we can't really control our dreams, so you can't blame us for these things, okay? Yeah. Blame. I don't but know it, who to blame, but not us. Yeah, but it's, like, funny to think that Netflix would have that as, a, like, a teaser trailer, like, Lisa say something, like, well, leave me here it's tomorrow. Probably, <laughs> it's probably better than the one that they have, sorry, but, like. Yeah. And then, um... And Mary Catherine said, I had several Heartland-related dreams. I have had, sorry. But last week, I must have dreamt that season 16 was announced because I woke up with the inclination that it was announced at the top of my mind. They must have been like, ah. Oh. So still, no word. And then uh, Lisa uh, shared, I had a dream that some, for some reason they were filming in the UK and I stumbled across them filming the show. And I it think... Like the show filming in UK? Yeah. Could you imagine? Uh, yes, please. <laughs> okay. So I got a text from Nina about a dream that she had. Um... I dr so she said, follow up on my dream with Alicia. I dreamt we literally went riding and she was on her, her mare and I was on a flame. Jumped, untacked, hung out and chilled. And then I woke up and I was so sad that it was a dream. Like, yeah. those were the absolute worst. Okay. I'm going to tell you about this dream I had because all of these comments are making me, my dream feel normal. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the only one I can recall having and I'm sure I've had many and I should I should go back through my journals because I'm sure there are some mm. and you just reminded me of that okay so one time I dreamt for whatever reason I was like stuck in a roundabout and because I don't know why and there was someone directing traffic and do you want to know who was directing traffic in my dream? Sean, maybe? No, Jessica Steen. <laughs> I mean, why not? You're being made. Okay, Soyla just called Heartland Dreams little fanfic. <laughs> like, so desperate for content. Um, okay. So, maybe we should do a Heartland Dreams part two episode. So, if this is um, flickering any memories. Yeah embarrass yourself and send them in yeah so yeah that's the last thing for this week we have something from you because okay this is exciting because we've been talking over the last few months about the heartland books because uh, jenna kind of inspired me to finish my collection because she has such an extensive collection of the heartland books and we've also talked about how rare an exclusive the Amy's journal book is. Mm. So one of our viewers and dear friends, Lisa, sent actually we got two copies of Amy's journal for next to nothing, mind you, and then sent me one. These don't exist, people. They don't make these anymore. I don't know how she found one, let alone two, and then sent one to me. And then because you were telling me about it. I had to go and check. It was like 2 a.m. in the middle of the oh night. God. Why were you responding to me at 2 a.m.? I don't know. But anyways, sleep. I do. I try to, but sometimes, you know, I'm just like, you know, I can't Whatever stop scrolling. You 
Uh, so I went and looked if I have the book because I was like, I don't know, that doesn't look familiar. And I didn't have that. So I Googled if they had even released it in Finland. And I don't think so. At least I didn't find any information. So this is like, I think I have everything else but this. You know what? I'm wondering if they never even released it anywhere but the UK, because I believe that aren't the, the writers from UK? Oh, they... maybe. So maybe they only released it in the UK. Mm, that might I, be. I, I don't know why I think that they're... Uh, let me Google. Because uh, the way I had the first Heartland books... Um, the previous, yep. uh, the, the last ones I bought, uh, I bought from different places, but the way I got them was through this horse uh, book club thing that I, that was, I think, Norwegian. So maybe that's why. Yeah, they're from the UK. Uh, yeah. That explains. So I'm wondering if it was like an exclusive... Because you really can't find a lot of info about it online, so I'm not sure. But uh, it could be the reason why they you can't find them anywhere. It's interesting that they wrote the books uh, that are set in Virginia, but at the same time, maybe because of the natural horsemanship. Because UK right. is very, like, English, uh, obviously. So maybe it felt more fitting to have them live in Virginia instead of like somewhere in the UK okay so it was released February 20th 2003 so I was four years old when this book came out baby a little baby <laughs> um but I can't find if where exactly it was released I'm going to because I'm curious now um, it doesn't say. Anyways. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, like, how much would that actually be? Like, because we know that the normal books are expensive. So right. that's even more rare. I literally, I told my mom about it. She's like, well, why don't you sell it? And I'm like, <laughs> what? What? I mean, it could probably <laughs> pay for my brain surgery, but... <laughs> But no, I wouldn't do that. The longer you keep it, does it get more? You clearly, know? clearly, yeah. like this is insane. So, Lisa, when you listen to this, I need you to do some research and see, since you're in the UK, if you can find any info on if it was released solely in the UK, because I have a feeling that that's the case. Does the book say a publisher or like? Well, it's Scholastic, but it's UK. It says UK right there. Uh, does it have, like, on the first page or, like, the, how many they've printed or something? Mm -mm. No. Oh. It, oh, it says... Um, it first edition? It was printed in London, UK. Okay. If that makes a difference. Does it this say... Oh, this edition was published in the UK by Scholastic Limited 2006. Okay, so there we go. So I do have a 10-digit number, 13-digit number, and then there's another digit number down here. Truly Sherlock Holmesing 
<laughs> oh my goodness. So anyways, there are a lot of cool things in this book that I'm going to talk about. And season eight, they had kind of like an online version of Amy's journal to share with the fans. So I did um, some comparison to the original Amy's journal and then the online version of Amy's journal. Um, unfortunately, the book has a lot better with its detail obviously mm. because it's a book because as I was reading the links that you sent me they were kind of more descriptions of the episode instead of yeah. the different methods or um, herbs that you know that kind of the whole Marion situation it wasn't mm. it didn't feel like it was a horse whisperer writing about the experience with the horse it was more kind of like a diary drama type of thing and it was about the person it wasn't really about the horses like this book is this book um directs solely on the horse and the experience and there's a chapter about learning about joy there's a chapter about tea touch there's a chapter about um aromatherapy and other remedies like this goes this is a real like legit kind of like a real actual journal correct so um like, there's the methods we use most at Heartland, lavender, tea tree oil, pine, black pepper, stuff like that. And none of that is in the online version. Yeah. There was, however, one mention, let me pull it up here, in 817, the, the Amy's Journal online entry for episode 817, they mentioned using a herb called Devil's Claw. I checked the book, it's not in here, but that's the only reference that the online Amy's journal has for herbs and remedies, which is yeah, kind I feel of like... strange, especially when, when when you realize the whole show is supposed to be based on... Yeah, I you feel know. like they kind of forgot about that side Absolutely. of Amy's, you know. That's what oh. this book made me realize. Like, this feels like Amy, the yeah. Amy Fleming that I grew up with. Um, whoever wrote the online entries, it was just like, I think, I I remember it being like somewhere being said that the writers kind of, um, wrote that as like a summary of the episodes or whatever. I think it would have been interesting to either have Amber write them from a perspective as a horsewoman or for them to take excerpts out of here because yeah. it would have worked. A lot but then of the again, stuff in here. Maybe they the don't show. have have that book. Have access to it. Yeah. Oh my god, right. But they But no, I'm now they can, thankful for this, so it's insane. It's yeah. crazy. Um, now they can call you and they're like, Can you check something for me, please? Uh no. <laughs> so they're chapter uh not chapter nine. Oh, see, there's another page for alternative remedies. They have different seeds, like mint, garlic. Like, it's just really cool stuff. Like, it's it's what I imagined Marion's journal to be. Yeah. Um, and, sh- and they talk a lot about Marion's remedies. That's where, like, the perspective of Amy in the book is writing about the things that her mom taught her, which is what I, you know, That's kind of just... how it started. Which really is. cool that they even thought to kind of do that because it's yeah. not like from what it's I understand smart. it's not like 
your typical kind of novel. It's just like it's not your stuff that you might find interesting. It's this is this is what I thought, you know. Yeah. Chapter eleven is called Heartland Recipes, which is crazy because like you think about recipes on the show you have jack stew yeah and then there's that saskatoon berry pie like those i you know everyone knows what i'm talking about when i say that yeah but the 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 recipes are a lot different in the book so there's grandpa's cooking show with is (laughs) it shut up no oh my god i kind of want to do that Guys, should I should I cook Grandpa Jack's breakfast muffins or should I make Amy's chicken pot pie? You know, you have oh, a new Remy in your life. You know the little rat. Oh my from rat! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god! And then Mom's pecan pie, and Heartland special bread mash. So like this stuff is insanely detailed. Um, but the thing is, is that I was going to make a pecan pie, so maybe I should just make this one. You should. Yeah. And let us know if it's any good. In the final chapter is called A Day in the Life of Heartland, and it literally goes through Amy Fleming's schedule. I want that book. <laughs> it was, oh, sorry, the last chapter is actually called A Tour of Heartland, and it has descriptions of everything. So, this is yeah, it's insane. What it's I've insane. been wanting to like, because when I write fun fiction, I have to be like, okay, so what what kind of herb would Amy use, and what does this do, and like, what time does she get up, and what does she do during the day? Like, it's all in there. Do I need to scan it and then like send it to you? Because I can yes. scan it into a computer <laughs> and then send it to you. I mean, it's a a great reference for almost everything. Yeah, I've just dived in to the basis of it. Like, there's a lot more to it, and you wouldn't think it because it's not that thick. But, um, there was a kind couple of small things I like to mention. The dedication, Mm. it says to Linda Chapman, who is one half of Lauren Brooke. Without her, Heartland's story would never have been told. With love and thanks. Well, no. No no shit. Yeah. (laughs) But that's interesting, though, because does that mean that Linda didn't write this book? Or or was Beth Chambers the one who just dedicated this and dedicated? Mention Beth Chambers. Then maybe, yeah. So I have a lot more questions, I think, after reading it, but thing thanks for um one chapter or whatever you want to call it uh have like other people like maybe a specialist who knows about this stuff like oh yeah 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 there's um because i i doubt that they were like ah, i just pulled this up from different places and i hope it's correct there's so much like i have so many bookmarks i haven't gone through but the, the funniest part right at the beginning before chapter one starts p.s at heartland we use alternative therapies to complement convention conventional veterinarian medicine if your horse is ill and starts acting strangely the first thing you should always do is call a vet hmm. and then chapter one is how i discovered join up and it talks about um 
the first time Amy watched her mom do join up oh, in detail, and then how I learned to read horses' faces. It's because um, sometimes l- what I like about it is they don't necessarily diss modern medicine, but sometimes mm. different remedies work for different situations. Which, yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, first show. This part was crazy to me. Um, they talk in depth about Tim Fleming and like the history between you know Marion and Tim. Ah, where is it? Oh, seriously? Yeah. <clears throat> Tim and Marion Fleming are best known as show jumping's golden couple, and now their talent seems to be shining through to the next generation. Last month, horse life Sarah Johns caught up with the family at their yard in Gloucestershire. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Lisa's gonna come for you, I'm sure. I know, Lisa, stop. Okay, stop. No, don't <laughs> let Elfie see this, Lisa. Keep your son away from my podcast. Um, so it goes into detail about how he got into an accident while jumping, which mm-hmm. is which is different on the show because yeah. this is definitely more the English side yeah. of horses and riding, obviously because it's kind of set in the UK. Um, and then uh, the show took it and made it into a western, yeah, which is, but yeah, it's a lot of this still resembles a lot of the show too. It really does. Yeah. Like, the Mary and Tim thing, it's like, ex- besides the fact that it's um, an English riding situation, it's still the exact same storyline they used on the show for mm-hmm. Tim and Marion's relationship. How they were very close, they were a perfect family, until the accident in which they got divorced because of Tim Fleming's use of, you know, substance abuse. So Didn't Tim end up in a wheelchair, or...? After the accident? In the book or in the show, you mean? In the book. Oh my god. Okay. I can find it. It's right here. There was a literal chap- chapter on it. There, the, the part that I think my favorite part of this whole book is there are ch- there's a chapter called Newspaper Clippings, and it has different news articles in the Heartland world about the Miracle Girl and Tim Fleming and stuff. It's... I've never seen anything like it before. It's... I'm it? so jealous. So, on the Wikipedia page, it says, uh, Timothy, Tim Fleming, Lou and Amy's father. Tim and Amy have not seen each other since Amy was three. That's different from the show as well. But the relationship evolves as the series progresses. He left Amy's mother and her family after he was hurt in a riding accident. Tim was paralyzed in his accident He's now in a wheelchair. Like permanently. That's what I'm trying to... No, I yeah. didn't see any of that here. Um, after some time, Tim evidently began to regret leaving Marion, Amy, and Lou. He found out where they were living, and he sent a letter asking forgiveness, which Marion did not respond to. So that's similar to the show. After Marion's death, he comes to visit Lou and Amy in the book Thicker Than Water, and Amy finds out she is closer to her father than she thinks. He's now married to Helena and has another daughter, Lily. 
Oh my god, so this is Shane 2.0 or something. Yeah, but I'm I'm just, because that kind of changes. Okay, I found it. Thanks. I found it. The accident left him temporarily paralyzed, but okay. unable to compete again. Okay, because I was, I was wondering about that. Like, is it permanent or temporary? Because I feel like, like I would have remembered that if he was, if it was permanent. Yeah. But that's a really good point. Um, yeah, so I could go on forever. I'll have to send you the links. But um, it was, <laughs> it was just like, I'm like, it just feels like I'm holding the original Amy Journal. Like, this started the show, you know? Imagine if they had that written in like handwriting kind of oh, stop I would thing I would font die or oh my god type So if this came out and according to this this edition was published in 2006 that's when they were filming the pilot Yeah Oh my god I'm so nostalgic right now uh, yeah like but I thank I you so much. wish they would go back to more of that kind of the roots yeah. yeah like i miss i miss like the herbs and the remedies and i'll go look in my mom's journal and see if there's oh i miss it so much like when's the last time we saw amy writing in her journal on the show like Tyler yeah gave her a journal in season three and it was kind of like you know and i loved that i loved her following in her mom's footsteps which is supposed to be the whole show yeah, and I get that she's it. like very capable and knows a lot about absolutely. But sometimes you just draw a blank and you need that kind of like mm -hmm. reminder, like, oh yeah, of course. Like, how did I not realize this and that? So because lately it seems like all of the horse problems have to do with the owner. either the 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 owner or it's something that doesn't require like medical attention yeah you know what i mean so it'd be interesting i really want them to get more in depth with the horse stuff if we get season six yeah or she could be like wait this is how i would usually do it but then yeah. something else worked and she would be like i have to add this to my journal because it's something new that i've learned through working I would love it if for some reason Amy's in, you know, the barn office and she just comes across her old journal. Like, just, I would die for it to feel like season one, two, three, four, and 14 was even amazing. Like, I loved yeah. it. Season 15 didn't have it, unfortunately, but I think we'll see. It might even make me a little bit emotional if she was like, oh my God. Wait, I haven't yeah. had this out in a while and then she was like oh like reminiscing and whatnot oh my god there's so many possibilities oh yeah. i know if you're listening to this heather <laughs> remember all the good things i've done <laughs> forget if there are forget any forget everything else yeah. forget it this is a really good idea thank you yeah, I and we're gonna promise you the fans are gonna love it. Yeah. Yeah. So please even like if we don't have to get writing credits, but they should just have us on speed dial and be like, what do you think about this? Yeah. What should we like, do with this character? Um yeah, exactly. I think we would be really good at it. Like old gladiator style, like no. 
Yeah. Literally. <laughs> just send back a <laughs> thumbs up or a thumbs down emoji. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh. Scrap it. Oh. But no, kudos to them because I having to be the same writer on a show for that long, you probably mm. don't know where to start half the time. So, um, no, please, they'll call us. <laughs> Should we put like a 1 800 number? <laughs> yeah, like in the middle of the night, I'm like, who the hell is calling me? Like, I'm not gonna pick that up. <laughs> Heather, what do you want? <laughs> it's time to say that. The reminder that I keep telling you every week and every week, you're never listening. So I'm telling you again, keep your noses clean and your powder dry. And thank you, Lisa, for sending me the rarest book on the planet. God bless. Yeah.